0: This episode of Industrial Talk is brought to you by RDI Technologies. RDI Technologies is the pioneer in motion amplification. Their proprietary technology enables users to see and measure motion impossible to the human eye and turning complex data into easy-to-understand videos to solve maintenance challenges quickly and safely. For more information, go to rditechnologies.com. Also, AI Dash. AI Dash is on a mission to create a greener, cleaner, safer planet from space. AI Dash helps core industries become more resilient, efficient, and sustainable through the power of satellites and AI. Go out to AI-dash.com.
1: Find out more. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much
0: for joining Industrial Talk, a platform that is dedicated to industry professionals all around the world. We celebrate you here because you are bold, brave, you dare greatly, you collaborate, you're solving problems, you're making my life better, and you're making... The world a better place but why not celebrate you I am I'm sitting next to Sean I'm celebrating him real soon <laughs> and we are broadcasting from the 30th annual SMRP conference here in Raleigh North Carolina and if you're a maintenance professional you need to be here if you are a reliability and you're passionate about reliability and asset management you need to be here that's SMRP absolutely make that happen all right in the hot seat we have Sean show is the company. Let's get cracking with the conversation. There you go. You know what I'm running out of room? I'm running out of note room. I'm looking at my notebook, and I can't, I can't, I need notes. You need notes, huh? No, I, I can't write anymore. There's just, it's just all,
1: like, Blair. Look at Blair. I got yeah. Blair right there. Yeah, there's Blair. That's right. I don't know what to do. And Blair guy's a pretty good guy to talk to, though. He's quite chirpy. He is, he is, man. He is, he's fun. If we look close, we may be able to see him from here.
0: Oh, I already is. I I, I yell at him <laughs> even from this distance, but it looks like he's got a
1: he's got a group around. Yeah, he does
0: he's got a group around him. They must be have something something, something to talk ultrasound-ish. about. Ultrasoundish, big time. Yeah. All right, it's about time. This uh, listeners, this is a uh, probably a twenty seven year. In the making conversation, I haven't. I've been. I've been running Sean down for yeah twenty seven. I'm not exaggerating. twenty seven Not even minutes, a little bit. Not one bit. Maybe it's twenty eight. Yeah. Anyway, possibly. but we we were able to because you know why I was able to get a hold of him because his his booth is right to my left, and I'm I, I stare at him and stare at Eridicio, so it's pretty much a shame conversation. Uh. But I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all excited. All right, for the listeners out there, Sean, give us a a little background on who you are, and then we're going to... Jump into Iridicio and all of the
1: reliability stuff. Sounds good. Well, my name is Sean Eisenhower, and I am from Charleston, South Carolina. I get the uh, pleasure of living near the beach every day when when they'll let me stay in Charleston. As you and I have talked about, I've been on the road quite a bit this year always- with our clients, so it's been it's been really busy. But I am the owner of Iridicio, and I didn't
0: know that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the owner of Iridicio, and and so we. So get you to- live on that. Yeah, well, not exactly. Not exactly, no. I think, I think yours, yours, your house is a little nicer.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: mm. All right. How, how long has uh, Erudicio been in business? We've been in business almost eight years. Wow. What does Erudicio mean? It, it means to teach and learn at the same time. There are a few other definitions. It's very much about the educational side. So, hey, you know, for us, we're an really? education-first consultancy, and, and so Erudicio rings pretty true.
0: See, I'm, I'm always about uh, education and that collaboration, talking, finding people with solutions, working together to come up with uh, and solving problems, and of course innovation. Hey, there's a is that your
1: fan? I don't know, but he's cool. He's a fan. All right. He's gonna sit and watch. Oh, I know you.
0: Yeah, you know me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we're, we we're on right? a podcast,
0: but we're gonna have a conversation. It's Holloway, two yeah. two O's for the minute. Where you That's want. right, man. Check it out. Okay, so so that's cool because it's it, it really is, and especially in the world of reliability and maintenance, I, I just don't see how you can not be successful at it if you're not keeping current with the velocity of things that are changing out there.
1: Yes, definitely a lot of things changing. I mean, you know, a lot of things do say, say, say that we'll start over. A nope. lot of things stay, stay the, the same. same. That's right. You, you said it. You sort of flew you a little close it. to the sun on That's that one. That's right. That was a little close. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's interesting. I mean, we've got a lot of new technologies coming to the field. We're seeing technologies used in new ways, uh, which is always fun. But, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of the basics, you know, the, the blocking and tackling has stayed the same for years.
0: But don't you think that there's they're still having the same conversations?
1: You know, in some ways there are. We were actually joking over in the ERD Show booth yesterday that we we think we could take some of the presentations from SMRP 20 years ago yeah. and deliver them today and blow people's socks yeah. off with them. I yeah? can't
0: tell you that's the case, you're absolutely spot on. It's it's <clears throat> I think I think today, this time, I think some of the conversations it's there's that innovation component. Yeah, got it. Oh, we're all into it, yeah, and it changes rapidly. And everybody's sort of hanging around the water cooler, and they're saying, "Yeah, what if we do this? Here's a new use case." Blah blah blah. blah. But I think the, I think the technology and that passion for technology gets, is ahead of the human side. Very it's much. Like, so. It's like it's way over here, and, and you're on version, two, you know, forty-seven, and I'm just trying to figure out one
1: you know yeah i think that's very true you know we see a lot of times the technology truly does get out ahead of of people change and you know let's be honest as engineers we love new technology we love new gadgets i mean check out these mics we're using right
0: yeah, they're kind of high-end. This, yeah. this one's handmade right there, yeah, baby. Yeah,
1: that's, pre- that's pretty fancy. It is.
0: It's all, it's it's all steam function. It's, it's right in there. There's a yeah. reason. Re- and you this. like
1: it. I do. It looks great. And that's exactly the same with all these it folks is. out here, right? They love that technology. But at the end of the day, if we can't get people to adopt that technology or use that technology within their business okay. processes, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, if you have the cure for cancer and nobody knows about it and nobody yeah. uses it, well, Doesn't people are still die, die from cancer, and, yeah. and and that's that's a dead shame. Yeah. So, with that said, Iridicio, if if you're you're truly about or, or you're looking at the education, how do you approach? projects clients what 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 is that value proposition
1: well for us i mean we really try to make sure that we are first coming to them with a solution that they can sustain right and for us that's part of why it's education first because if we educate them on what it is and why we're doing it then they understand it instead of just coming in and doing it for them and handing that to them, because then there's no ownership, yeah, no, it's just kind of going to fade away over time. It's entropy, good. right? Yeah. You know, entropy kicks in and it starts to go back to the way it was before. If I was
0: an engineer, I would know what entropy means. You would, not, you would, that's right. I just know that it's an entropy. I just
1: remember some class in college. You know, we're just down the road from NC State. There it is. I graduated yeah. from there. So, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 pull but, it out from there. But,
0: but the reality is, is that, that I, I like that approach. <clears throat> I don't think. I don't think you can. And granted, I'm not. I don't want to simplify maintenance. I don't want to simplify asset management reliability. It's 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 a complex ecosystem. Things change all the time. I got it. But if you're not an organization that's committed to education, if you're not an organization that is committed to upskilling. I mean, if you want to retain people. I get the I get the risk but you need to upskill because things
1: change they do are you a part of that well and they you know they degrade right and you know depending on what the topic yeah. is a lot of people talk about the half-life of education yeah. right uh, if you're not using it once a year then can you really truly still execute whatever that is whatever that task may be moving forward
0: you're you're, you're spot on and I and so how does how do you do that how do you go into an organization if you're saying okay Education is it. I want you to get ownership, and, and, and take us through that process of, because the reality is, just, just so they're all on the same page, this is a human conversation. Technology is a technology. Yes, we gravitate towards it because it's just sort of cool, mm-hmm. but it's a human conversation.
1: It absolutely is at the end of the day. So, you know, one of the models that we use, and it varies depending on what the outcome is the clients looking for and where they're headed. But, uh, you know, one of the things we think is really important, and we use our in our IBL process, it's a blended learning process uh, that trains individuals. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold
1: on, you, you did an acronym there. That- IBL, Inspired Blended Learning. Ooh. All right. And it's a, well, it's a process that we use internally to develop folks basically into internal consultants in certain fields. Uh, we've got it available yeah. for, for maintenance managers and reliability engineers, but we also have it for planners and schedulers and MRO storeroom. And so what we believe is if, if we can get folks uh, into that process and it's you know, it's it's project-based, it's got a coach that they work with for an extended period of time, you know, they're actually doing the things that they've learned and submitting them to the coach. That allows those folks to really become the experts inside the facility. Then we can start talking about the implementation, but now it's supported within the organization. So, if you look at, you know, many of the implementations we do, we'll have focus teams and there'll be an IBL leader that leads that focus team. Uh, And as you go through that, um, that, that person knows the big picture, knows how it all fits together, but the focus team focuses on the details around work control or the storeroom or planning or scheduling. Um, you know, they're focusing on those, but at the end of the day, the IBL's job is to make sure that we pull it all together, that it never becomes a silo, that we don't just have the storeroom over here, and reliability engineering over here, and planning and scheduling over here. So it gives us a very cohesive implementation with internal consultants, internal leaders that understand what the big picture looks like.
0: Is there a specific industry that you? Focus, or is this sort of agnostic? You, you, of course, you're going to have to use the the, the acronyms and the, the the terminologies specific to the industry. Is this something that is? Just industry and, and it's
1: agnostic it's really pretty agnostic I mean originally we would have said you know it's it's a manufacturing thing yeah. right but yeah. now we find ourselves doing it in a lot of facilities uh, and the process works just the same uh, we use what we call our ideal uh, ideal light bulb model and it's just an implementation strategy and we first started out in, in automotive and then we took it to food and then we've taken it to pharmaceuticals and discrete manufacturing and now facilities and so it, it's a model that is repeatable we know what to expect we know when folks will get to certain points and, and we can proactively help them manage some of the risk associated with it but it really doesn't care where you apply it because it's it's agnostic
0: so what's the impetus if a company comes what what pain are they dealing with like i that just it's like i get it i'm all in me i'm just, i'm sort of the beginning part what, what, what
1: tell us take us through that what what am i So what you'll see, I mean, really, there's two things. It'll either be that they need to increase their throughput. So they're in a sold-out environment. They need to make more product. Everything they want to focus on is making sure they can deliver what their customers need. That could be one side of the spectrum. The other side could be an industry where they need to cut their cost. So they need to lower their maintenance cost. Uh, and so they're going to do everything they can to make sure that we can do maintenance efficiently and effectively, reducing the total ownership cost for those assets. Now, you can also have to do both. You know, there are some that are in industries where they need to make more, but they need to make it at less. And, and so you, you see different mixes. And actually, you know, those different uh, perspectives of what they're looking for dictate a little bit about the implementation strategy.
0: I've got to ask the question because, I mean, you've you've started Iridisio
1: eight years ago, all of that good stuff.
0: What were you doing prior to? Were you always sort of passionate about that education? What is that?
1: Yeah, so I started years ago. um, I I came out of industry. I worked for uh, ExxonMobil, worked for a company called Sunoco, and then transitioned to over probably 15, 20 years ago in the consulting world. And uh, once doing that, I actually got involved here at SMRP. And I I can't say enough about the SMRP organization and what they provided to me, but one of the things that they did for me is they allowed me to be the director of education. And it just really ignited my passion for helping people learn these things so that they can sustain them long-term.
0: I think you're onto something. And and it's always, there's, there's no way, by the way, Everybody's packing up except me and, and Iridicio because you're here. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like a bomb went off and i like, oh man I'm missing out. I don't know what the deal is, but well we'll join them soon. Yeah,
1: we'll start folding things down. Yeah, just right now yeah. during yeah. the conversation. Yeah, that's right. Hey, We're can you grab that over there? Yeah, a, in, a few yeah. Things, <laughs> Have it all packed up. I, I'm,
0: I'm always passionate about uh, education, and that's just education in, in whatever form it is because I think that that's a that's a that's a asset that can never be. Know, take it away. Take it away. Yeah. And, and I think that where you're at is, is a.
1: And good thing. Well, I would say you know at the end of the day, the only thief is time, right? If you don't use what you learn, you'll start to see it go away. But other than that, it's yours to carry on. And you know, I've I've kind of become a bit of a just a learner. I you know I I've started picking up. Musical instruments and fly tying, yes. and you know, and fly fishing, and and you know, there there are things that I do. I'm not good at any of them. I'll be honest. Don't come to my house for music, yeah, right. But it's that process. It's it's going Gibson through Ed. that understanding. You need to get the Gibson Ed. Is that what it is? That's all I need.
0: Gibson out, right there. That'll fix it. Well, it won't fix it. It will oh. just. It's a. It's a. It's. You no. can play, and it. it's it's like uh, it's like uh, rock, whatever. Anyway, you're you're playing with your guitar. And it's listening to you, and it's, oh, you got to check it out. Oh, I may have to check that out. I'm telling you. Yep, because you know, we like shiny objects. uh, And it's inexpensive,
1: but it's cool. Well, if it's a silver bullet, it makes me look like a rock star. I'm in. It's a silver bullet. Yes.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. And I think in the world of maintenance and and reliability, I think that it's. At its core, at its base, SMRP—it's always about education. People come to this particular event. People come to this conference. It's to learn more because the industry changes.
1: Yeah, well, let's get, i mean, you definitely got to give them a shout out for this year's show. It's been—it's been amazing. How about that? I mean, you know, you come here. There's there's over a thousand people yeah. here. People in my sessions—it was unbelievable how interactive they were. They were asking questions. They were having discussions Why? with their peers. You know, it was just—it it was a very energizing, very energizing couple days.
0: And if you're in that business, if you're in the reliability, asset management, maintenance, whatever, it's so collegial. Everybody's here. that they want to. want to kick us out. And it, it's because of you, Sean. Uh, I, I kept the, the door open out. as long as I possibly can after our 28 year runaround. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, but it's it's so collegial because people know. Yeah, hey, I was struggling over here. I have so. Here, try this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that that's a, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Well, I saw people in the sessions, you know, they would hear somebody talk about uh, how they had solved a problem. And then after the session, they'd get together and talk about it. And, you know, they could be completely from different industries. In fact, one that I'm thinking of right now, I think one guy was pharmaceuticals and the other guy was automotive you can't get much different uh, right but but they had the same issues and they walked out together they probably went to lunch and talked about it you know and and i think that's the environment we want to create is yeah. where people can really learn from people that they don't uh, consider their peers but they really are i love
0: it i love it i hate that i hate to call it quits here I, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation because i find that you're a brother from another
1: mother well, I, this, I, I'm all into that This stuff. has been a lot of fun. You're you're am uh, you well, kind of a big deal there, Sean. Yeah, you are kind of a big deal. <laughs> okay, it's not everybody that has a hand-assembled mic.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a shout-out to, um, what do they call it, uh, Ear, what's the name of the, I, 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 it's on, Ear Trumpet. Ear Trumpet. Ear Trumpet out of uh, Portland, Oregon. Very nice.
1: Ear Trumpet. Yeah, I'll tell you the story after this one. All yeah, right, sounds good. how did they get a hold of you, Sean? They can reach out to me on LinkedIn at Sean Eisenhower. You can also reach me right on my cell phone, 843-810-4446 or at iridicio.com.
0: There are salespeople and then there are salespeople. He's the latter. Sean, thank you very much. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Have a great
0: one. All right, listeners. we're gonna, As you can tell by the, the clinking in the background, apparently we're wrapping it up here at the 30th Annual SMRP Conference. I'm telling you, put this on your calendar. I believe it's in October of next year. It is in Orlando. It is a must-attend event. Great people like Sean, and maybe we can probably corner him in for another conversation shortly. All right. We're going to wrap it up, and we're going to have all his contact information out on Industrial Talk. So stay tuned. Do not go away. You're listening to
1: the Industrial Talk Podcast Network.
0: Great conversation with Sean. Absolutely wonderful. Great venue, by the way. Go to SMRP. And it's in Orlando this year. Put that on your calendar. If you're in the asset management, if you're in reliability, if you're you're just trying to manage costs, which you should be, you need to be all engaged with SMRP. Great, great community of professionals, SMRP. All right. So I go out to Sean Stackhart. This is just wrapping it up. So I go out to Stackhart. And it's all great. You know, you know the stackard. This is what he does. This is what he does. The best part about that is that yeah, we do education training and all of that. Focus on project-based, but the best part about it and and I got to get out there and I didn't even ask about that is that they're located they we are located aboard the USS Yorktown. How about how about that? That that should be on the top priority. You got to reach out to Sean and Team Eradicio just because that's pretty doggone cool. That's off-the-chart stuff. All right, you have to be about it. You have to be about educating, collaborating, and, of course, innovating because you need to succeed. You need to reach out to people like like Sean and Team Iridicio so that you can succeed. It's important stuff. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Sean, Team Iridicio, and you're going to just change the world. Thank you very much for joining and your support of Industrial Talk. We're going to have another great conversation coming from SMRP shortly, so stay tuned.